everyone and welcome back to our channel of KLP Entertainment. Reporting live from our newsroom, I'm Beatrix Gemma. We hope everyone is having a great start to the new year. Here's your news breaking for January 6. After Marvel is accused of forcing short hair on Captain Marvel in Midnight Suns, the creative director explains it was his decision and why. After a Twitter user accuses Marvel of pushing a short haircut on Captain Marvel in Midnight Suns, creative director Jake Solomon speaks up and explains that it was his idea, not Marvel's, to suit her more militant personality and background. He also explains that this iteration of the Midnight Suns character is very different from The Miz. Marvel who led the Avengers, explaining Captain Marvel's design decision comes down to the story, not pseudo-politics. Marvel's Midnight Suns puts players into the shoes of the Hunter as they lead a ragtag crossover-style team of the Midnight Suns, Avengers, and a couple of X-Men, with more on the way via DLC. Each character honors their comic history in unique ways, such as when Solomon previously explained that an image in Wolverine's room drops Scott and includes Jean, even though some thought it was Rachel initially, while also diverging from it to suit Midnight Sun's story. Bruce Banner getting an evil spotlight, Captain America letting someone else lead, and the twists in the coming-of-age stories of characters like Nico, Magic, Spider-Man, and Ghost Rider all show how this is a unique fur axis take on Midnight Suns first and foremost. With all of that in mind, one could consider any divergence in Midnight Sun's take on Captain Marvel Carol Danvers to be among the mildest in the roster. However, some fans apparently seem taken aback by her short haircut. The Twitter above user, Sile, accused Marvel, again, Solomon's decision, of taking a DC route to monetization with Danvers' haircut, calling it a Butch Qatar dress core Karen, while randomly mentioning Jiggly Physics waifu billions and the Saints Row modern gaming design approach. It's worth highlighting that there's more appeal to Genshin Impact's gacha mechanics than hair and Jiggly Physics, while the issues with Saints Row's story and characters have little to do with this perceived modern gaming design approach, in how Sile seems to imply it. Following Solomon's remarks regarding it being his decision, regarding how it fits her military-style character, and regarding how it ties into the story, Sile posts a snapshot of nine social media posts regarding mods for Captain Marvel's hair, requests about modifying hair, and so on. They express hope that Furaxis will listen to the vocal community and time will tell how hard devs fight, mock, and or fail to silence its own player base. However, it's unlikely that nine minor social media posts can speak for the larger Marvel's Midnight Suns community. While no game is perfect and Midnight Suns has its fair share of honest criticisms, including arguably even some with character design, Carol Danvers' hair is a non-issue. All designs are made for specific reasons, and Solomon's explanation of Captain Marvel's military background makes perfect sense. If someone wants to mod her, that's by all means their right, but pretending it is some odd moral high ground appears vain. Reporting live from our newsroom, I'm Arthur Brooks. Here's your sports news. Based on all that rivalry heat, Joe Montana, Phil Simms, Jerry Rice, Jim Burt and company, plus eight previous playoff matchups, it's hard to imagine a Giants fan rooting for the San Francisco 49ers. But based on playoff positioning this season, you couldn't be blamed for sporting a Debo Samuel jersey underneath something blue on Sunday. 
If the Niners beat the Arizona Cardinals, that would lock the Minnesota Vikings into the third seed in the NFC playoffs and send the no. 6 Giants into a date in Minneapolis in the wild card round. And let's face it, that's a much better matchup for Big Blue. No team should want to tangle with the 49ers right now. Despite being on their third starting quarterback of the season, the Niners have won nine straight games thanks to a suffocating defense led by potential defensive player of the year Nick Bosa. More on that in a smidge. Here's a look at why the Giants should want to play the Vikings and why they should be happy if the 49ers are someone else's problem. Giants vs Vikings Skull Sure, Minnesota beat the Giants earlier this season. But it took a 61-yard field goal in the waning seconds to secure a 27-24 victory at US Bank Stadium. The Vikings, 12-4 entering Week 18, certainly seem beatable. The Giants should feel like they bungled the Week 16 clash, and should be confident they could beat Minnesota in a playoff game. The Vikings have a minus 19-point differential, crazy for a 12-win team. As a for instance, the 49ers, 12-4, have a point differential of plus 148. Blame the Vikings' defense, which is porous enough, points-wise, to offer a real opportunity to Daniel Jones, who is having his best season, and the rest of the Giants' offense. The Vikes are 31st in total defense, scoring defense and passing defense. Only the Bears have allowed more than the 25.9 points per game the Vikings have surrendered, and the Bears are 3-13. Of course, Minnesota didn't win all those games by giving up scads of points. They scored plenty, too, and that's what makes them challenging. They average 24.7 points, 8th in the NFL, and boast the finest receiver in football, Justin Jefferson. He leads the league in catches, 124, and receiving yards, 1,771, and could break Calvin Johnson's single-season yardage record with a big day in Week 18. Jefferson would need 194 yards against the Bears Sunday, but who knows if he'll be in the game long enough to get there. Pro Bowler Kirk Cousins has thrown 28 touchdown passes. Dalvin Cook is enjoying his fourth straight season of 1,100-plus yards rushing and goes against a Giants defense that has allowed 5.3 yards per carry, 31st in the NFL, and 144.8 rushing yards per game, 28th. The Vikings have had trouble on their offensive line and have given up 47 sacks, tied for the fifth most in the NFL, so perhaps there would be a chance for a game-changing play on defense for someone like Kayvon Thibodeau, who seems to be developing a knack for such things. A San Francisco treat. Ah, no, Frey Lance got hurt. So did Jimmy Garoppolo. Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft, is now quarterbacking the 49ers. Yet Brock Purdy has kept them rolling. In his four starts, he has a 112.7 passer rating, which would easily lead the NFL extrapolated over a full season. Including a relief appearance, he's thrown two TD passes in five straight games. He sure doesn't look like a guy who just turned 23, and was not a coveted pick coming out of Iowa State. He's got uber talent around him on offense, 
two, including 10-time Pro Bowl tackle Trent Williams, who anchors a line that has helped limit sacks. Opponents have 27 this year, tied for fifth best in football. Tight end George Kittle, 9 TD catches, and do-it-all back Christian McCaffrey, 1,801 scrimmage yards, are skilled position terrors. Samuel, who has been hurt but should be back this week, is another matchup nightmare. No wonder San Francisco has averaged 25.8 points per game overall and nearly 30 during their winning streak. Minnesota Vikings Minnesota Vikings But the defense is the Niners' strength. They are allowing just 16.5 points per game and have held opponents to just 78.8 yards rushing per contest. Might be tough for Saquon Barkley and Jones to get rolling. Throwing against San Francisco might be a better option since the Niners are 19th overall against the pass and have some inexperience in their secondary. But that means pocket destroyer Bosa will be chasing Jones. Bosa leads the NFL with 17.5 sacks and is second with 18 tackles for loss. He's got at least one sack in 13 of 16 games so far and is a constant disruption threat. Surprisingly, the Niners stumbled on D last week against the Las Vegas Raiders. They won the game, 37-34, but QB Jarrett Stidham, making his first career start, led Las Vegas to 34 points and 500 yards of offense. Was that a one-Sunday letdown or the beginning of a trend? That will do it for our news breaking on Friday, January 6th. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel of KLP Entertainment. Reporting live from our newsroom, I'm Arthur Brooks.